Welcome to the Limitless Lifestyle Coaching Podcast, where we help overwhelmed moms who are ready for lasting change, ditch bad diets, develop a long game lifestyle, and ultimately become the epitome of health and create a limitless life. Macronutrients. So the presentation itself, like the slideshow is not going to be much. So I guess podcast people, you're still going to get most of the information. Um, okay. So macronutrient. I've had a lot of questions about these in the last few weeks. Mostly like people don't really understand what they are or where they come from or how it relates to calories. And what's funny about this, and this is total tangent, side note, is that I don't think people, nutrition on the outside looks very simple. And it is. It's very simple, but there's so many little nuances and little avenues and things to learn and different breakdowns. And it's really funny to me that, especially as you get older, hormones start taking control. And like, depending on what your goals are, it's a lot, sim- it's a lot more difficult and more complex than just losing weight and eating away to lose weight, which I think is a big emphasis on nutrition. Like, I'm going to eat this so I lose weight. But you need to eat to live. You need to eat so that you can perform. You need to eat so that you feel good. And you need to eat so that you can function, right? But oftentimes we just look at nutrition in general as just like, I'm going to eat this way so I can lose weight because I'm getting fluffy or I've I've gained weight because of I had a baby or I've gained weight because I've let myself go or whatever, right? When in reality, you should be eating this way, not because of those things, but because you need to eat this way. Does that make sense? So, and when you step into the Limitless Legion and you do the Limitless Lifestyle Coaching Program, that's what it's all about. Yes, people lose weight. Yes, you know, that's kind of how it starts. That's usually how it starts, but that's not the point. Do you see what I'm saying? The point is to eat food, real food, and to know how to do it and why you're doing it and to actually learn the ins and outs of how your body actually breaks down food and what it's doing for you and all of that stuff that nobody teaches you when you do some fad, stupid, you know, yo-yo diet, because their goal is not to help you learn. Their goal is not to help you gain, you know, knowledge or to understand what's actually going on in the body. Their goal is to get you to a goal weight. That's not my goal. That's part of what I do. But the biggest thing that I do is help you establish the why the how, and and then I teach you all the stuff about the why and the how so that you know, so that you know, so you don't have to try and figure it out anymore because you know the stuff. Does that make sense? Anyway, that was my tangent. So macronutrients, and I think the reason it's so confusing is because it sounds confusing. It's a big word. All we've ever heard in our lives is calories in, calories out, you know, or eat this way, intermittent fasting, blah, 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 all the stuff. And while all of those things help you lose weight, and if you do, con- you know, consume fewer calories than you're burning, then you'll lose weight. But if you want to take it one step further and really focus on performance and how you're feeling and what your body's doing and taking into account the things that really matter more than just fitting into a certain size and having a number show up on the scale is you need to take into account what you're actually putting into your body and in what ratios. Okay. So macronutrients are calories in general, right? So if you were to look at a food label and it says something's 100 calories, 
the calories themselves come from only three things, right? So you'll look at the nutrition label, it'll say 100 calories or whatever, and then it'll have like total fat, and then it'll have all the fats, the types of fat that's in there, like saturated fat, monounsaturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, trans fat, you know, and then it'll have total carbohydrates, and it'll have dietary fiber, sugars, sugar alcohols, and then it'll have protein. And then it, there's usually like cholesterol, sodium, potassium, all of the vitamins and minerals are listed in there too. And then protein. And the only thing, the only things that calories come from. So if you're really looking at the label, you're seeing all that stuff, all that stuff is relevant to a certain extent. But the only thing that's relevant in regards to the calories and the amount of calories that are in the food are the carbohydrates. So the total carbohydrates that's listed, not the sugars, that's part of the total carbohydrates. So the total carbohydrates, the total fats, and then the protein. And so to break this down for you, I was going to write this down. For every four calories, you get four calories per gram of carbohydrate. Okay. So if something says that there's 20 grams of carbs in the food, that means that 80 of the calories, because 20 times four is 80, 80 of the calories come from the carbohydrates. And proteins is the same thing. So four calories per gram of protein. So same thing. If there's 20 grams of protein, 80 of those calories would come from protein. So obviously this food is not 100 calories. It's 160 at this point. And then the total fats, you know, usually it's a little lower. Let's say there's 10 grams of fat. In For fat, you get nine calories per gram of fat. So in general, from a calorically dense standpoint, fat is more calorically dense. Problem is, we tend to consume a lot of fat without even noticing it, and which jacks our calories up quite, I mean, significantly if you're not tracking them correctly. Like you put oil in the pan right before you cook it. You put butter on your toast. You put butter on all the stuff to make it taste better, right? And so you have to be careful with your fat content because every gram, every gram of fat gives you nine extra calories. Now, where this gets confusing is you're like, okay, so that's great. A serving size of this food is 27 grams, Kayla. Explain that to me. And so the weight of the food and the grams of the macronutrients are not directly correlated, okay? Because obviously there's a lot of other stuff in the food, like all the breakdowns. And so you can't say like, oh, chicken, if it's 36 grams of chicken, that's going to be 36 grams of protein. No, like usually it's like you have to weigh the food, figure out how many grams of protein and everything it has in it. And to figure that out, you use... My Fitness Pal or some other app like that. Um, and so like another one that I've heard of is like Lose It. I've never used any other one other than My Fitness Pal because it's really easy to use. It's super user friendly. I love it personally. But so that's how you find out the macronutrient breakdown of food is you actually have to log in, in the app to have it breaking broken down for you. And so to do this, anyway, so that's kind of, that's where the calories come from is, and that's how it would break down. But that doesn't directly correlate to like if you're weighing your food. And so that's where an app tracker, tracker would come into play. Now, another thing that I get asked a lot is, well, what percentage or how do you divide up your diet? And so generally, I recommend that 35% of your diet comes from protein. A good marker is you take your weight. Okay, so let's say you weigh 150 pounds. Um, or 200 pounds, let's start with, let's say 200. And as at a minimum, you should be eating half of your body weight in grams of protein if you're doing strength training. Or, well, to be honest, even if you're just sedentary. So half your weight in protein in grams. So like 
if you weigh 200 pounds, that means you need to get be getting 100 grams of protein per day at a minimum. That would be your goal, okay? That's not always, that doesn't seem doable for a lot of people. But especially as you get into strength training and you're trying to build muscle, you need to increase that as you go because then, you know. Plus, protein, it actually takes more energy for your body to break down protein. So it's always good to have a higher percentage of protein in your diet, right? And then 40% comes from carbs. So I know, crazy, all you keto fanatics, especially if you're an active person and your muscles need carbs, especially. So if you're like breaking down your muscles by working out hard, you need carbohydrate. That's how you restore your glycogen stores. That's how your muscles gain mass. That's how like you need carbs. Your brain needs carbs. You can't like you literally cannot function without them. And then 25% of your diet comes from fats. This would be a very like generic, basic, if you want the run-of-the-mill answer, that would be the run-of-the-mill answer. If you would like to see how I would approach it with each individual client, I'm going to show you. So we talked about my fitness pal, right? So if I go into my fitness pal, so you'll see this is like what I've tracked for the day so far. And just so you know, so my fitness pal, the app itself is free. If you want to upgrade, which I highly recommend, especially if you're going to start tracking your macronutrients, you'd upgrade to premium. And there's a few premium features on here that are really fancy when it comes to tracking your macronutrients, like changing your diary to actually read this way. Instead of it just having the calories up there, which I, if you've used this a lot, you'll see the difference, right? Usually it has like calories minus the calories that you exercise, which I hate that it does that. And then it tells you how many remaining and like, that's what it looks like. But instead, this shows you how many macronutrients I have remaining for the day, which is so fun. So if I click on this, let's go to a fresh day. So this is a low day for me. So not that it's relevant, but I have two high days a week, two mid days a week. And when I'm and I'm cycling my carbs, okay, but I'm really calorically cycling because that's really what's happening, right? I'm just cutting carbs on three days a week. So Two high days, two mid days, three low days. Okay, coach is freaking awesome. Anyway, so let's say you want to see what the macronutrient breakdown is of a person, of of yourself. So to do this, to figure out how many, what macronutrient ratio you should start at, because like, yes, you could just start there if you wanted to, but for a lot of the numbers that I told you, so 35% protein or yeah, 40% carbs and 25% fats, right? You could just start there if you wanted to, okay? So you could go figure out how many calories you're supposed to eat, which if you don't, if you want a generic number, just multiply your weight by 10 and that's your maintenance phase, you know, that's your maintenance weight. If you multiply it by eight, you should lose weight. So like if you weigh 150 pounds, maintenance, you could probably hang out at 1500 calories. If you want to do a cut, you'd go like 1300. You want to lose weight, do like 1300. So if let's say you're going to eat 1300 calories. If you were going to eat 1300 calories and you've got MyFitnessPal open, if you go into, so it will tell you what ratio you are already consuming. So, but to do this, you have to go in, like you'd have to go in for the week. You'd have to track for a couple of weeks because you can do, you can do a day, you can do the week, you can do whatever, but I would do a week because that'll give you a good average, right? And so on average, if you see, and I wasn't, didn't do a very good job tracking over the weekend. So this is like a little hairy. Let's see. If, there we go. That's a good day. Okay. So for the week, right, last week, 38% of my diet was carbs, 28% was fat, and 34% was protein. And if you notice over here, I was actually a little short. So 42% of my is supposed to be protein, 28% is carbs, and then 30% is fat. Okay, let's see how I did the week before that. 
So, but what I'm saying is you can kind of figure out where you hang out and then set your goals accordingly. So if it's, if you start eating and you start tracking your calories and all you're doing is tracking your calories. So you have 1300 calories for a week. You are consistent. You rock it. You track 1300 calories every single day. You can go into my fitness pal right here on the screen, look at the last week, and then it'll give you what percentage you're already hanging out at or and how many grams and stuff like that. So if you go to the day view, it'll give you the grams per day. And so when you do that, you can go in and say, okay, well, on average, I eat 130 grams of carb per day. And on average, I eat 40 grams of fat per day. And on average, I eat 120 grams of protein per day. And so then you could set your macro goals at that and continue on and make sure you're losing weight and seeing the results that you want. If you are not, like let's say your protein goal, you're like barely hitting 40 grams of protein and your carbs are like 220 and your fats at like 75, then you, and the percentages are not close to the metrics I just gave you, then you can slowly taper until you're there. Because for a lot of people, especially if you're not used to eating a lot of protein, It'll back you up. It'll cause a lot of problems. And sometimes it's just so frustrating and hard to start that way that like you won't even start. Does that make sense? So it'd be better for you to base it off of where you're at and not what's expected of you. Does that make sense? Or what's assumed is correct? Because that those numbers are literally just assumptions because everybody that I coach gets like an individualized program. And so it's not just cross the board, this is what you get. It's what's your goal? How can we get you there? Okay, let's do it. Does that make sense? Anyway, hopefully this was valuable. Hopefully it clarified what macronutrients are, what they do, how they contribute to calories and weight loss and all that stuff. I could dive into deeper detail on like what carbs do for your body, what fats do for your body, and what protein does for your body. And I probably will in future trainings. But anyway, I hope this was valuable and I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Limitless Lifestyle Coaching Podcast. We hope you enjoyed tuning in. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, like, comment, share, and help us get this message out there so we can help more people and create a larger impact for women and moms everywhere. For more info, you can always join our free group on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Limitless Lifestyle Coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time.